Recording. Oh yeah, rockers, BBs, boys. All the suck. 25 obnobs. Mess up the ecosystem. Wet in a puddle. Just like me. Sit back on your throne again. Big Badge Baxter. Oh no, Luke. Little dodgy brown boxes. I'm loving it. Now then, thanks for joining us. This is the first episode of the third series of the VHBBB podcast with me, Van Hemo, and as always, pretty much, the Babbling Bell Brothers, Luke and Rich. That was a, a new little ditty there. Yeah, what it just? God, blimey. I blew me socks off. I was in a like little trance. <laughs> I think, like I said to you, the first time you played me, it feels like, do you know when a kids' TV show goes from TV to movie and they get the movie yeah. version? They're like, oh yeah, more <laughs> yeah. cinematic. Pimped Pokemon the movie. Yeah. That's all it's missing. A, a couple of big Inception. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's quite like that. <laughs> There we go. Off to a new start. Fresh beginnings. Season three. Clean of the pod. slate. Into our third year podding. What inspired the uh, new theme tune then? What was like when you sat down to like... Well, I thought about it for season two, but just never got around to it. Uh, it was more of a discovery, realising... Because I was just thinking to myself, I want to do the new theme tune back. I can't remember what I played. It was a long time ago. Uh, and I managed to somehow decipher it by dragging it between different programs and I found some of the original notes I was like oh I can work with this then and then it just evolved and evolved and became that <laughs> that little okay. ditty you just uh, just there <laughs> let us know if you like it fans now then at vhbbb.com we've still got the same email oh yes <laughs> vhbbb.com still got the same website oh yeah so what have we been up to boys in your big long hiatus between seasons, yeah, the mid-season, the end of season break. Not much this week, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're building Lego. We've just seen that. Oh yeah, I've been building. Uh, I received a lovely gift from the Podfather himself, Van Hemel. Hey. Um. So yeah, I've been building a little Boba Fett helmet. Because it looks complicated. Does it actually say on it? I can't remember on the box. Like, what age do you need to uh, be to be able to consult be able to build that it? box? Uh, it can't be a three-year-old thing. Eighteen plus. Really? Eighteen. You can't even trust the t- someone at school. Fifteen-year-old. Yeah, it's got you know, explicit material in the instructions. Uh, yeah, it is a giant Lego cock. <laughs> <laughs> Big 12 inch. Uh, yeah, it does say tw- 18 plus on the box there. Wow, okay. I mean, I take it that's age. <laughs> well, it's got 75,000 pieces. No, that's just its catalogue number. 600- Is it? Yeah, 625 oh. pieces. <laughs> All right. Um, quite an interesting experience doing Lego as an adult, I'd say. I haven't done much, but I miss it from when I was a kid. It's really therapeutic. Ooh. I think because you're like 
you know, you're not busting to play with it. Whereas when I was a kid, I was more just like, let's just get through this build bit. So I've got me, yeah. you know, Robin Hood, Sherwood Castle or whatever. Fucking... Yeah, you're building the toy to play with yeah. instantly. Where this is just more like, you know, build a little bit, leave of it for tomorrow. It's Yeah, it's nice. Is it also the fact you're following instructions rather than just freestyling? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Did you ever have the packs when you were a kid where you have to follow the instructions? Yeah, man. Yeah. Ah, see, I'd never had any of them, or if I did, I never followed the instructions. Really? I just had Lego. Yeah, I never, I never had a specific build, a big Ben or a pirate ship or anything. Interesting. Yeah. That's it. I just, I just made my own. Ninety-five percent of ours was oh, pre-built, really? so we had lots of builds. But then, then we did sort of like do a lot of, like what I think. I think both are both sad, and I look back and think I'm quite jealous of specifically like as a young lad that was into Star Wars, the fact that you can yeah. get official Star Wars Lego now. Like, if I'd have seen, go back in time and seen that as, like, eight-year-old rich, I would have been like, oh, my God, this can't be real. But I sort of liked that I did make X-Wings and things out of, like, red, blue, yeah, green multicolored. Br- bricks. And I just had a little blonde guy that I pretended was Luke Skywalker <laughs> in his multicolored, like, <laughs> X-Wing. Because there was something nice about Lego in the nineties, eighties, nineties, because it was just all imagination. You were building oh, yeah. what you wanted, not what Lego wanted to sell you, if you like. Yeah. I had some of my favourite things I played with for long periods were things I'd created with Lego. Mm. I had a really cool Lego camera and a little film popped out. Oh really? <laughs> But obviously it was just more Lego. But, you, <laughs> but I, I used to carry it around <laughs> with me for ages, pretending I had a camera. But you just built that yourself? That was like a Hemo yeah. brand? Yep. It probably looks shit <laughs> if I was to look back now, but at the time it was cool. Yeah. Cause All made by me. I, I don't know, maybe kids these days do still just build what they want, but yeah. I don't know whether all of these like Harry Potter kits and all, you know, are they stifling creativity because you're not just like, here's a box of bricks imagine i suppose it just depends i haven't got kids to look at and observe but potentially they just take the harry potter figures out and use them in their own creations yeah probably yeah uh i mean harry doesn't play with it as much anymore but he he used to build like big robots and things so i guess yeah they still do to an extent yeah when you're talking there about like star wars toys Mm -hmm. i had such a star wars collection did you and that was, you know, before all the Phantom Menace stuff, when it was still the original three. But I was lucky. It's because my brother had all the original toys from when it first came out and it just passed oh. them down to me. And amongst all my cousins as well, I'd go around to one cousin's house. He's got the Atat. Another one would have uh, Jabba the Hutt. And eventually they all came to me as I was the youngest. Wow. I got final hands on all these toys. And I remember quite often putting Luke Skywalker down the toilet. That was sort of, that was his thing. He'd go down the toilet. What was punishment? Yeah, punishment. Walk the plank into the No, no. Nah, I wouldn't flush him. Naughty little Luke. Might do a little wee on him. Oh no, Luke! <laughs> He's getting pissed on again. My what was the scene favorite. where he fell into that big hole? Sa- was that what you the were Sarlacc playing? Sarlacc pit. Yeah. Were you pl- pretending the old toilet was the old Sarlacc? Oh, you know, just the bathroom Shit. was a fun place to play with your figures, wasn't it? Yeah. You can have a little. A sea filling up the bath, sponges as little islands to float on. 
Um, toys in the bath was class. I had a good Lego police boat that floated, and that that was good in the bath. Uh, a floating Lego, but all the cracks. No, like the bottom was all hard shell. Oh. And the inside was all the like knobbly bits. Uh, yeah. Knobbly bits. Hard shells. I used to use the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the sink. Yeah. Just to make them like as if it was a, a skateboard rink. All oh, right. I thought you were going down the sewers. <laughs> yeah. Ironically, Whoa. they never went to the toilet to try and go back to the sewer. Yeah, they didn't. Um, don't don't shit what you eat. I seen this. I'll send you a, a picture. We could, I should put it on the Instagrams or something. Some guy took the actual instruction book for the big lego millennium falcon but he just built it out of the box of lego he had so it is like yeah all just the multicolored mental bits of wow it, that's cool so this is what i want it do. looks awesome well, just it? build something cool but with a random lego no i wanted to create a, a website where you basically could go on and it would tell you all the bits that you needed to build that uh, does so lego.com like, not have all the instructions yeah, apparently it does. Yeah. Someone was telling me, like, you can go to Lego and they can do that. They beat you to but it, damn like, it. Yeah. Fucking Lego. With their it's own like, fucking <laughs> Lego. <laughs> their own company and their own product have ripped off my idea. <laughs> but I was, like, sat in the pub one afternoon and I was like, that's such a sick idea. I was like, ah. and I was telling my mate about it and he was like, it already exists, it's on Lego. I was going to say, oh, a bit like in Willy Wonka, there was a man in the background twizzling his moustache. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Lego sneaking LB's ideas back to the factory. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, LB. <laughs> Unlucky. So, boys, I'm sure we'll have plenty of new features coming up on this new old season here. <laughs> yeah. New old doesn't really work, but you know what I mean. How about we start off with a... One of the old features. Classic. Start as we mean to go. Have I got a new theme tune for it, maybe? (laughs) Have you seen it? Yes, have you seen it? Have you seen it? Have you seen it? Have you seen it? I've seen two movies this week. New movies. And they were both all right. One of them was a lot more than all right. I'll get to that in a minute. First of all, I watched a film called The Bad Guys. Have you heard of it? Haven't heard or seen it. It's an animated movie. Dreamworks. Uh, is it about dogs? Well, there's a wolf. Yes, animals. <laughs> You've seen the wolf. I've seen some sort yeah, of like... animals. Uh, what are they called? Like A trailer. <laughs> no, I haven't even seen the trailer. Just the, the key okay. art for the trailer. Yeah, it's... Uh, about the bad guys it's a group of animals i think maybe five animals a wolf a snake a bear maybe something that's considered to be a bad right. a shark that's one of them as well and the rest of the world is humans but the bad guys go around doing crimes robbing banks and stuff right. just because they are the bad guys and then they kind of have a change of heart what well, the big bad wolf does Someone says good boy to him, like a little blind woman, when he accidentally helps her. And his tail starts wagging, and he feels the goodness, and decides, let's all become good. <laughs> Overall, the film's just, you know, it's alright. I, I would recommend it if you've got a family that wants to watch a film and stuff. But the main part of it, I'd say it was a good 45 minutes in, and I was like, I'm just assuming that it's George Clooney playing the main guy. It, it it felt like him. It sounded like him. The, it's as if they actually animated the character to be Clooney esque, 
and there was a line in it and this is when i then had to go and imdb it but it said uh oh where is it oh i haven't got the quote but basically they <laughs> they say something in the movie like are you just trying to Clooney? Don't try and Clooney me or something like that. And so I was thinking, right, is it Clooney? I checked. It wasn't. It was that Sam Rockwell. Oh, yeah. Rockers. He's, he's, he's a good actor. Yeah. But he was directed to act like Clooney and he was doing Clooneyisms and stuff. And I checked afterwards and he actually said Mr. Wolf was always supposed to be just like George Clooney. We wanted Clooney to be in it. But when we couldn't get him, we got someone to play Clooney. A fucking Clooney, man. You can't even move it in the wolf. But it was, it kind of had that sort of, there was quite a few little heisty parts in it. Oh. And that suave guy, you yeah. know, trying to pull the detective or whatever. But yeah, overall, good film. Bad guys. And then... Dressed in Dolce and Gabbana and drinking coffee. <laughs> I saw another film and this one blew my socks off. It was top class movie. It's called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Heard of it? Seen it? Heard of it, not seen it. Okay. I can't say too much because it really is just sort of a, a wow movie. It's directed by the Daniels, who made their last movie was Swiss Army Man, and they've done loads of cool music videos. It's You can feel in the movie that it's like a low-budget indie movie. There's mm-hmm. only sort of like three locations. It's very small cast, but it there's just something so kind of magical about it. It's basically set in interdimensional, like multiverse. And these guys that made it, they came up with the idea ages ago. They said they were on it, Multiverse, one of the first people to think of this great new idea. And then Rick and Morty came out the same sort of time they thought of it. They were like, oh, shit. So they said they even stopped watching Rick and Morty just in case they stole anything by accident. The story, I can't really explain anything. It's one of them where I was told, just watch it. Just have a go. Don't watch a trailer. I won't be hem a trailer in it. It's just to watch it and enjoy it. Similarities to the feeling when you first seen the matrix okay. a bit of bending of the rules this is yeah. you know it's not a normal film the ideologies behind it is very matrix like hacking in oh, there's one part which like in the matrix where he goes i i know kung fu is that it yeah yeah all of a sudden he just you can hack in and learn kung fu that's something that can happen in this movie e- and it's done really well where where is it is it a cinema is it on hbo max where what it, it's some it's somewhere online but i'm thinking about <laughs> going to watch it at the cinema now okay so it's a cinema release it's not like it's a cinema job yeah because quite a lot of stuff recently has been that hbo max and things like that that was my yeah, own reasons yeah, for asking um no it's it's definitely um from the hemo review that was received on WhatsApp alone. Yeah. Um, I'm all in to go watch There was it. one other bonus thing, which, again, took me 10 minutes to realise. I was like, who, who is this guy? The, the main male lead... Secluding. The male lead looks like Jackie Chan. Right. And reading into the movie afterwards, they, met, they wrote the part for Jackie Chan, like with the bad guys thing, and Jackie couldn't do it, so they got someone else to do it, and who it is, it's Short Round. Is it? From... Yeah, Indiana yeah. Jones. I follow him because on, he's older now. I follow him on he, Twitter. Actually, yeah, this is his first movie he's done in like twenty years or something. Oh, amazing! So yeah, good Mister Gadget from Goonies. What's his name in Ga- Goonies? Uh, uh, Gadget remember. Boy. <laughs> but yeah, he, he's really good in it, and he kind of does look like Jackie Chan. It's quite strange. Amazing, but yeah, definitely good. He's 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 the star of it to me. So to me. for the listeners, what's it called again? Just everything, everywhere. All at once. Amazing. Yeah, check it out. You guys seen anything good? 
of late? El Beast? Uh, I don't know if it's any good because I've only started it uh, last night. Oh. It's the first episode I watched. Do you know when you're just like getting to bed and it's like, I just need to put yeah. something on? Yeah. And I don't know if either of you have watched it, but have you ever seen any of the like... Mrs. Brown's Boys? <laughs> yeah. Mrs. Miss BB's Boys. <laughs> MBBB. Uh, no. Um... Because I, I enjoyed the films, oh. but they've done a TV show of uh, Jack Reacher. Oh, ah, yeah. just call, I've just not seen Reacher. the films, but I do plan to. Because t- today I watched the trailer for the new Mission Impossible movie, yeah. which comes out next year. Yeah, yeah. And Part then one. I was reading up. I was reading up about the guy who wrote it. Yeah, and he wrote the Jack Reacher movies. Which yeah. there's two movies. I only thought there was one. So no, two I'll movies. give it a try. So. The the show you're talking about, Reacher LB, is not Jack Reacher. Oh, right. No, it's just called Reacher, but it's pretty much the same thing from looking at watching the first episode. But, so is it? It's not Jack Reacher. No, he's just called he's just called Reacher in it. They don't ever say his first name. Oh, oh, they haven't in the first episode. Anyway. But is he like a secret agent? He he's former military and is he's he or is it badass? I'm just I'm just doing a bit of fact checking. Oh, it is Jack Reacher. It is Jack Reacher. Yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought it, I thought it was, but they didn't. They, I don't think they've called him Jack yet. They've just called him Reacher. Okay, interesting. So you just watched episode yeah. one so far. Seen episode one so far, yeah. And does it seem like it's going to be a big long story, or is it every episode a different case? Uh, I'm presuming it's the same case all the way through. Right. He's in some like little back country town. Yeah. In America, um, is this is Jack Reacher yeah, in, America, in, America. in America? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll give mm-hmm. you my verdict update soon. But Mr. Yeah, Reacher, what I've just started to watch. Yeah. But the films are worth watching, you reckon? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, films are good. Yeah. Well, that's it. I just sometimes I got a bit of I love Cruise in Mission Impossible, so I don't want to watch him in anything else. That would, would spoil it. He's very Ethan Hunt and a uh, dead fast mm, runner, yeah. mental. <laughs> yeah, doing Does what he shouldn't stunts. be. Yeah, that sort of vibes. Drives a Mustang, yeah. I think. <laughs> um, I've got two Have You Seen It? Oh. Uh, I'll go first one, BBC iPlayer, similar right. to LB. I was laid in bed the other night thinking, I really can't bloody sleep. And I don't really, I'm not looking for something. I'll go for iPlayer. I'm not a man of the BBC world. I don't watch any terrestrial television. So I was like, you know, there could be a little treat there for RB that I don't know about. And sometimes I'm really in the mood for some sort of thriller. I really like thriller movies, like, you know, like a Bone Collector or, do you know what I mean? Some sort of, like, yeah, cop show, police investigation, but it's quite dark, heavy duty. I really like mm-hmm. that sort of thing. I don't know, it's probably not great for bedtime watching, but that's sort of what I was after. <laughs> I found something called The Dublin Murders on BBC Dublin I, Murders. I and Ooh. I can say it. It is absolutely fantastic. Really good acting. Really nice style and cinematography to it. Is it Irish? Yes. Set in Dublin? Yes. Uh, And it starts in the 1980s. Three kids on their bikes going into the woods. One kid's not keeping up sort of thing. And he's like, wait for me sort of thing. Going to the woods. He turns around. Other kids are gone. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, it sort of flashes, and he sort of looks like, oh, shit. And then it's, like, 2006. 
Really mm. interesting what music they're playing to make sure you know it's 2006. Lots of kind of yeah. indie vibes on the radio. Oh, yeah. Do you know, just like really scene setting of like what really nailed 2006 and whatever. Yeah. And it's basically a man-woman police detective. If you've ever seen The Killing TV show, very similar vibes to that. Mm. A little girl's been murdered in the same woods as these people did in the 1980s. They never caught who right. it was. And that's sort of where it starts off. Very good. Is it? Is it modern? Set in 2006. It's like a recent show. Yes, yeah, recent show, yeah. deliberately set in 2006. I guess uh. to line a lot of things up that's happening in the timeline. Cool. Yeah, it's good. The Dublin Moiders. Dublin Moiders, all out, um, which I quite like that I can, you know, dip into it when I'm ready. So that's me number one. Have you seen it? Me number two, which was an absolute treat for RB when I saw that. Lovely little surprise that I've mentioned and recommended on a Have You Seen It about a year ago today. Love, Death and Robots Season 3 is out, boys. I've seen it just come out and I think it is time I bloody watch it from the start. I can't believe I haven't. And the amount of times that you've said to watch it, but yeah, I never have. Good God. It's all there on Netflix, isn't it? You can watch a whole season in one sitting, accidentally. Yeah. And that (laughs) happened to me with season two because they're so short. It's like, oh, shit, I've just watched the whole thing. (laughs) Because it's because they're so gripping, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And God, in season three, an episode with Troy Baker is the lead voice. As a voiceover. Yeah, he wanted to transition, do some television stuff. CGI, obviously, voice of Joel from The Last of Us. Yeah. And... God, it's both CGI, storyline, it's awesome, man. That's I think it's episode two, and it is so scary and so dark and so messed up, man, and it is great. Literally, just from the description of it, or even the title, everything is what I should love, (laughs) and I know I will when I watch it. Yeah. I love CGI, I love robots <laughs> and, and it, short stories i think short stories are some of the best yeah and it, fit everything in in such a short space and it's grab you. it's so creative like where they're pushing it now as well and like clearly mm. it's gaining interest from much bigger studios that are putting so much budget into eight minutes um, have they had any returners the same this is the first studio the first season with a return studio Ah. And it was banging. And it was so... Once you've seen who was on screen, I was like, get in, this is flipping awesome. Okay. Them again. Yeah. Uh, cool. I just watched an one that was essentially hand-drawn cartoon, like G.I. Joe. Ooh. Do you know, like, sort of, like, that sort yeah, of action style. Yeah, style. 80s cartoon. But imagine Predator with like that much violence and that much swearing Ooh, nice. and fucking Ooh. just like, fucking get up sort of dudes, <laughs> but like all cartoon, like and really childy eighties uh, like sort of action man cartoon. It's so so badass. That man. sounds good. Yeah, it's great. What's it called again? Love, Death, and Robots. Love, Death, and Robots. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like I say. It's interesting, this season we're getting up to like 20 minutes for some episodes where they've like really um, put it out. But yeah, it's banging. What's the average sort of 10 minutes? Yeah, 8 eight to 10. Okay. Like so one one this season's only five. Like sometimes they're like you're in and out. But 
I I can't recommend it enough. Um, yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna watch one tonight. Yeah, uh, more than one. Uh, uh, Accidentally. No, do it, man. I I can't wait to see what you think. Because it's cool. so, what I love about it is even if you don't like it, it's one episode's gone and like. Yeah, you might like the next one. Yeah, and it's kind of a a buffet of just great great visuals for the eyes. Sweet, amazing. Right, lots to see there. Get seeing it. Get seeing it. Right. Okay, boys, I've got a a little first of the season mini. Mm, you could call it a quiz. It's just a little a little game because this is the number one show. This is all about number ones. The top people that have number ones in this country. Do you reckon you can name right them? now? Or no, no, what? like of all time. Who's had oh, right, who's okay. had the most number ones? Right, this is okay. just just fire it off first, okay? Who do you reckon? Uh, Beatles. Yep, they're up there. Uh, Abba. No. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. No. Uh, okay. Prince. There's one female. Nope, no Prince. Oasis. No. Adele. No, she's only ever had two number one singles. Gaga. Nope. Britney. Nope. Madonna. Madonna. She's the number one female. Because she is big D. <laughs> Think about, he's just got a movie coming out. Elvis. Elvis, yeah, Elvis Presley. And what about the English Elvis? Tip, uh, tip X's teeth. <laughs> oh, Cliff, big Cliff Rick, Ricardo. <laughs> yeah, Cliff. <laughs> tip X's teeth. <laughs> got hair glitches <laughs> like me. <laughs> Um, right, okay, there's another <laughs> pod-related one. Ginger. Yeah, Sheeran's up Your there. Best bit. Then you've got the the lads, four lads from Manchester. Take that. Boy band. Yeah, take that. Maybe five. Uh, and then, basically, then you've got joint, the next place, is Calvin Harris, Eminem, and Elton John. They take the joint position. Oh, what a trio that I've is. I've not heard that song. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that again? Calvin, Calvin Harris, Harris, Eminem, and Elton John. <laughs> that deadly Calvin, Eminem it could be coming Elton. if they all get a number one together they'll all go up a level together <laughs> yeah, as well. stick together boys let's ride the charts together okay so out of them I'll tell you Elvis Presley is the top he's had the most number ones in the UK to this date have a little buzz guess how many who can get closest uh, 23 Rich was closest there it was 21 oof Okay, now use that to judge for the next one. So second place, second most in the UK is the Beatles. How many do you reckon? 16. 18. Ooh, it's in between both of you. First one to say what it 17. is. 17. Yeah, hell we got in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Cliff Richard is next. He's the third biggest seller yeah. in the UK. Oh, Mr. Tiffex. <laughs> 12. Uh, 10. Ooh. I couldn't even name three of his songs. What? Yeah, you could. The Young Ones, Bachelor Lord's Boy, prayer. Yeah, Our Father, Mistletoe and Wine. What's that, Wired for Sound? I don't know if any of these are number ones, but... <laughs> right, Madonna was next. Oh, Cliff was 14, yeah, by the way. Right. Madonna? Yeah, I was closest. Cause 12. She's next. Uh, she, she, had, she had 11. <laughs> she had 13. Well, well lucky for Ed some, Sheeran. not for Donna. Yeah, 10, 10, big 10 for Ed. Uh, yeah, he's, he's had 9. He's actually had 13 as well. Take that. Eleven. No, they've had nine. They've had nine. They've had twelve. 
<laughs> Calvin Harris, Eminem, and Elton John have all had ten. How many Div awards? Oh, lad. Nine. <laughs> Just keep saying nine, yeah. Uh, no, they're <laughs> at ten. Oh, <laughs> and did you know? Okay, here's some bonus number one facts. All right. Do you remember Niles Barkley? Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That was number one for a quite a while, wasn't it? It was nine weeks at number one when they pulled it from the shelves. Really? Old Niles Barkley and the record label pulled it because, I quote... They were sick of it being number one. We want people to remember the song fondly and not get sick of it. So, even though it was being played everywhere for at least a year. <laughs> for about a year. <laughs> it still gets played all the time, though, isn't it? You can't escape that song. Imagine, imagine popping a song out and then being so sick of it yourself. Like we've got to get it off this the shelves. Yeah, you're right. We've got another album to sell. You know, oh, we want to bring out the next single. <laughs> we had, we had a we had a, yeah. a schedule. Okay, do you remember the posh versus posher battle, a chart battle between Victoria Beckham and Sophie Ellis Bexter in oh, the year two thousand? Do you remember? Well, first of all, who who won? Bexter. Bexter. No. Didn't she? Oh, wait. Bexter, as in Sophie Ellis Bexter. Yeah. Sophie Not, Ellis. Not yeah. what you meant. No. Victoria Bexter. Victoria Bexter. No. Victoria it's Ellis Bexter, Bexter. Guys. <laughs> Okay. Who did she do the song with? Do you remember? Which one? I still love this song. Ellis Bexter. Oh. She did. Was, um, it wasn't Murder on the Dance Do you remember the name of the song? No, it wasn't. It was a collaboration, as was Victoria's. Neither I, of them I were know, capable of having it. I know Victoria's so, was, but I don't know yeah. his name, but I could draw what? him. I could sketch artist him if I had to. He's got quite a Play-Doh-y face, hasn't He's got he? quite a square <laughs> blockhead. His name's Dane Bowers. I was going to say, he wears brown, winkled boots with frayed back jeans from being wet in a puddle <laughs> sort of vibe. What band was he in? Blue, or something you know? like that. No, it wasn't blue. Blue were my mates. It, it's not blue. It was one of them. Uh, Bowers Hours. Uh, old, not Old Town, no. I can't remember. What was he called? Oh, you must know. Greasy Bower. Dane Bowers. Anyway, the Sophie Ellis Bexter song, by the way. It was her and Groove Jet. Groove Jet? And it was If This Ain't Love. Oh, yeah. Why does it feel right? Why does it feel so good? Which I really like that song, still. And the Sophie Ellis Bexter one was shit. Out oh, of my mate. mind. He was on, a, he was on, a, on another level, in it. He was another on another level, level he? <laughs> Wow. What do you reckon he's up to now? I reckon he might be in Love Island next week. <laughs> yeah, he was on Celebrity Get Me a Girlfriend. Fuck, mate. I've just seen a picture of what he looks like now. Exactly the same? No. <laughs> oh, that was 2020. Why not 2022? Oh, mate. <laughs> Lockdown's not being kind to Bowers, has it? Oh, he looks... Are you sure that's Bowers? <laughs> that's Isn't that Bowers. Anthony from Blue? <laughs> <laughs> no. Anthony Costa Coffee. Ah, oh, dear. He's rekindled anyway, boys, that's lo- the end. romance with Love Island star. Or Bowers. Oh, so he was on Love Island. Or he was just with someone off yeah, the he's Island. just macking on with somebody, L- Laura Anderson. So, what, what, why do you have such a love for the... Sophie Alice Bexter tune. Don't know. It's just a decent tune. She got it's a quite f- famous fella. Bexter. Yeah, she went. She's married to the guy from The Feeling. Well, fill my little world right up. <laughs> Them. I don't know which one it is. Not the singer. One of the feelings. Like maybe their guitarist. One of the feelings. I remember they played a gig locally to me, and my friend's band supported them. 
and my friend's band drank all their beer and the feeling kicked off. <laughs> Got bad feelings. <laughs> With sad feelings. So yeah, that's the end of all the number one malarkey. Until the next number one game. I've actually got to start oh, just off. Before we oh, yeah. Move on from Ellis Bexter. You got some more Bexter news. Do you know who her mum was? Yeah, Lupita Presenter. Yeah, I never knew this. Did you not? Jan- Janet Ellis. Yeah, she's got a badge yeah. in it. Big badge. Yeah, Big badge Bexter. Richard Jones is her husband. Yeah, him. <laughs> it's Jonesy from The Feeling. <laughs> Can't believe Bexter's never paid to go in a museum. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Do you reckon she's got a gold one? Yeah, definitely, man. I bet she's got a whole box of them. Yeah. A little swat. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't even appreciate the badge. No. Do you reckon she was a press packer? Mate, one yeah. though. <laughs> Full on press packer. What what other tunes of Bexter's do we do you like, Memo? Murder on the dance floor. Yeah. And the other one as well. You know that one? Okay, so our top five from Spotify are Murder on the Dance Floor. Yep, that Groove one. Jet, If Groove. This Ain't Love. Yeah, that one. Uh, get Over You. Get Get Over You. No, that's not that one. Uh, crying at the Discotheque. <sighs> not had that. And then, again, Groove Jet, but like uh, radio, remix. radio edit or whatever it is. Uh, I'm sure she's got at least three songs I like. <laughs> oh, she's got a book out, lads. Soph's yeah, got a book she does up. home discos. I, I must say I accidentally stumbled across her quite a few times during the lockdowns over the last couple of years. A couple of she, accidentally on purposes, did you? She was doing Sophie Ellis-Bexter's disco in my kitchen or something like that, and she'd have a disco ball, she'd be wearing a catsuit, dancing around, playing tunes, and people would all log into her Instagram lives and enjoy it. They thought they were enjoying it at the time anyway, as with a lot of stuff in lockdown. <laughs> We made ourselves believe we were enjoying ourselves. <laughs> Anything will do for a bit of enjoyment in the I always get her and Nelly Furtado mixed up. Yeah. Really? Just yeah. just like the tunes of who sang what. Promiscuous like, oh, yeah, Bexter. <laughs> I'm like a Bexter. Always wear me badge. I'm a Bexter eater. <laughs> I don't know anymore. That's about is, it. Is, was that hers, was it? Or Man Eater? Yeah, man. That's when she was... She had a thing going on with Timberland. Oh, and all yeah. the, remember in the in the noughties at some point, all pop songs sounded the same. Yeah. Justin Timberlake. Well, sweaty. Timberland as well. <laughs> yeah, all the Timberlake. Yeah, lots of sweaty. Let's <laughs> get everyone moist. Does Timberland own Timberland the boots? <laughs> nah. They were around side long before bin, him. Side His dad business. might. Side business, workman's boots. His mum said, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Put a couple in some <laughs> some boots. Yeah. I was... They should do Boots by Dre. <laughs> <laughs> His Timberland said, don't even think about it. <laughs> yeah. Put them down, Doc. <laughs> um, at the weekend, um, I was doing some DIY... Slash. Oh, yeah, what sort of DIY? Well, Electrocuting yourself? No, just decorating and doing a bit of touch-up on the old house, finishing touches on things and sorting out the kitchen, chucking a lot of shit away. And I, I like to have a bit of tunes on while I'm working away. And I thought, I quite fancy putting a bit of Timber Lake on, actually. Ooh. Uh, you know, the uh, old Justified, Crimea River and that, quite like that album. Yeah. It's a good just like... Sing along, 
I don't know how I know all the words to this album. Don't be so quick to walk away. Yeah. And then all them things. I, I, me and Holly were chatting about it. It went from like NSYNC to this album, Well Salt, salt You With Britney Spears, Dear Old Crimea River. And then he was just popping up everywhere. He just like walked past other people's music videos and be in the background. And he was just flipping everywhere, man. He was on top of the world. He was in loads of films as well. Yeah, yeah he did have a bit of movie thing going on, didn't he? Yeah, he's always slipping in movies. Yeah. He's, you and know. where is he now? And Andy's um, been, you know, slipping in with quite a lot of women as well. Old... I was just going to say, does he have a family and stuff? Or I don't know. He, he's, he, he's one of them bachelor rock stars. He had uh, pop stars. a bit of old Cameron, didn't Cameron he? Cameron Diaz? Did, yeah, I'm pretty certain. Ooh. Old uh, Black Widow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty certain. This is what mm. I've heard on the old Justin Timberlake the Hello Magazine <laughs> chat group <laughs> Discord. <laughs> um, no, I was just. He's going out with old Jessica Beale. Is it? Mm-hmm. But no, he, yeah, he was in everything, man. And. It sounds like it in everything and everyone. <laughs> and is he, was he on that Appy tune as well? Was he on that tune? Not. It was one of them. It was. From the Trolls movie or something. I think he did all the songs for it. Because... It, not the... Because I'm happy... Dee, 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 dee. Not yeah, that one. Thrilling. Yeah, but was he not you on that the, tune as well? Nah. He, wasn't it... Wasn't he's Justin... He's on Can't Stop the Feeling. Oh, yeah. Can't, can't Stop the Feeling. feeling. Yeah. Dance, dance. Wasn't Justin the one who sang... I'm loving it. The first... Yeah. The, when they first brought that After his Big Mac... But, I'm sure he's a very talented lad. Yeah, and, and he's been in the in the biz since he was a little kid. He must be minted as well. Yeah, you would think so. Yeah, I, th- I recently started watching, and I then recently stopped watching as well. <laughs> Punked. All right, yeah, old. I watched the first two series. Yeah, yeah I'd never watched it. I'd seen a couple of clips in the time, but, right? Uh, and one of the first, I think, the first series there is Justin Timberlake on it, and it's quite good. Where they're sort of repossessing everything in his house. He comes home and everything's getting taken away. And then they're like, we're taking the dogs as well. And he's just like, no, no. And then Kutcher comes out and he's like, hi, I'm your friend. He's like, oh, I knew it was you. (laughs) It seems like Kutcher's got a lot of friends he'd like to annoy. They're all just his mates. Oh, really? Did you never watch it, no? No. I seem to remember clips. He's like, talks to the camera a bit, in it. Yeah, he does a a false pop where the camera's all wonky. Is it? (laughs) Because it's just a cool such black a and white shot from the side as well. Zany, weird culture. Yeah, I'm sure he's like sat in a director's chair, waving his hands around to in front of the camera. Yeah, it's the it's the thousands, it's the noughties. One, one to ten, way rating culture. I rate him very highly just for dude. Where's my car? I don't even know much else of his stuff. I didn't watch that '70s show or anything, but just on dude, where's my car? I rate him high. He's been in quite a lot, isn't it? Don't know. He was he was in a Diaz movie because my mate's dad did the artwork for the movie. Oh really? Did like he? for in the cinema and the DVD case and stuff. Yeah, it was something to do with Vegas. Maybe like married in Vegas or what happened in Vegas, something like that. Okay. I just remember being around his house and seeing him doing it on the computer. I was, like, oh. Oh, he was jobs as well, didn't he? Yeah, that's oh, why I've seen him yeah. in recently. That was his more, more serious role. What happens in Vegas? There what happens go. in Vegas? That's the one, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember literally seeing my mate's dad 
on like Photoshop doing the dice and stuff or different things for it. Yeah. Never saw it though. Yeah. I never will. Yeah, I, I was into Dude Where's My Car Man very much of the time. Yeah. yeah, it's good. I like him and Sean William Scott. Mm. Yeah, there we go. What a tangent. <laughs> I don't even know how we got here to cut you, but well, I'm into it. Kutcha, kutcha, coo. Welcome to season three. <laughs> right, boys, I've got something for the new season. It's kind of a challenge for us, mm-hmm. if you're willing to accept it. I was, I've been doing a little bit of looking around the internet. You heard of it? Yeah, been on it. Have you ever heard of Peter Durdick or Pavel Durdick? I have not. I'm pretty sure even if you Google them, you won't find anything on the guys. Peter Durdick is the holder of several world records. Okay. Right, okay. Pavel Durdick yeah. is also loads of Guinness records and other records. I found them on a website called Record Setter. Okay. Right. And on this, you can put on anything that you think is worthy of a record. Film yourself doing a record, for example. And then other people will try and beat it and do one on there. And there's loads of different things on there. And I thought, for a start, we could try and beat someone. Okay. And then otherwise, we can either put one up ourselves and try and beat each other, potentially. Like the website's set up for it, so you can watch it. It's got the time in the corner for whatever it is, all the stats. And then you can press challenge it and do your own. So the there's one. Dirdix, just to put in. I mean, I don't know if you'll be able to find anything on them. They're just... Are they, just, are they, are they Russian? They're something. I can't tell what their flag is. <laughs> they're something. <laughs> they're something. They've got a little flag, but I don't know what their flag is. Dot SK. Is that Slovakia? Okay, could be, yeah. So here's some of the records I've spotted that I thought were quite good. And potentially easy to break. So here's one. Most mints, mints, like... Mint flavored sweets. Polos, yeah. Most mints, most polos bounced off a bongo and caught in the mouth in one minute. So you literally throw a mint at a bongo, mint imperial, something like that. It bounces up, you catch it in your mouth. What do you reckon the world record is? All right, okay. Mate, what's the distance? Because I could just put it in front of my face and you. I mean, the distance from what I'm seeing looks about a meter and a half. And as in, is this bongos. a solo activity? Is it? You'd get someone, I think, to hold the bongo. All right, from okay. what I can see so here. So you're not, you're just not sat there, going with your mouth open. Nah, and, and somebody someone's holding the bongo. The nah, I mean we could obviously do any version you yeah. want, but as far as this is concerned, it's you throw it towards a bongo, it bounces back, you catch it. Right, okay. The the record at the moment in one minute is three. Okay. That doesn't seem like many. A bit of practice. That could be a minty bongo in all night long. Question. Yes. How big's your bongo? Have you got a bongo? No. <laughs> <laughs> have you got any mints so i haven't got mints i've got mint chewing gums so anyway okay. so that one's out of the question for now but we could go to a music shop if you could go to our gofundme page <laughs> we need to buy a bomb yeah with season three we are launching a patreon <laughs> yeah. hell yeah right here's another one the longest fake burp what do you reckon so, yeah i could do 30 seconds 20 minutes no, the record is one minute and two seconds. Bloody hell. I had a little practice earlier before this cold that I've got has kicked in more. And my throat's become a bit sore, but sort of like a... And keep doing that for a minute without wow. catching your breath. I reckon it's doable if my throat was in a good way. 
Okay, here's another one. Lord of Sprite. All right, here's one by Pavel Durdick. Like I say, these brothers feature all over this website. Pavel Durdick bounces a balloon on alternate sides of a table tennis paddle. You know where you go, hup, hup, hup. Yeah. Keep flipping the paddle. In one minute, he did 178 times. <laughs> uh, smash that. You reckon? Yeah. Oh, you want to beat what the Durdicks? Okay, we've got his brother, Peter Durdick, balanced a football on his forehead for an one hour and 32 minutes while standing. Hey, he's got a well stiff neck. <laughs> no, I don't think I'd want to do that one. Yeah, I, yeah, I do not want to be partaking in that. Rich, can you, you can do that. Okay. <laughs> there was quite a good one I've seen here. The old flipping of a water bottle. Yeah. Everyone enjoys oh, doing yeah, that, yeah. don't they? How many in 15 seconds? Two. Four. 18. Oh, Literally, you just have to go flip, 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 flip. What, and it lands on the bottle flip style? See, it lands lands straight away and you instantly grab it again, let it flip, flip, go for it. But it lands straight up? Yeah. I must say, the bottle the guy used was like a stubby bottle. It was a stubby water bottle, you know, like the ones you get on the train. In 15 oh. seconds, it lands... <laughs> Yep, flip and land. So he's literally like this with his hand. Flip, flip, flip. More than flip. one a second. Yep. Right. It's possible. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm not trying that one. The longest time holding water in your mouth. <laughs> we could do this live on a pod. <laughs> <laughs> the pod is two hours of water. Well, it's actually one and a half hours and three seconds. Just holding water in your mouth. I don't know whether you have to measure exactly how much you kept okay. in case you swallowed too much. Would it, would it have any effect on your mouth, do you think? Because there's sort of well, microbes it's not dry in there. <laughs> it won't dry out, but potentially you're going to mess up the ecosystem or something. <laughs> Taste buds have gone. <laughs> your tongue's pruned. Okay, and then this is quite a good one. The longest straw used to drink a can of Coke. Okay. And is that little straw Set. built into a big one? Yeah, you just stick straws together okay. to do it. What do you reckon the longest is? Uh, 18 straws. No, I'm, let's talk in metres. Okay, I'm, t- I'm saying 20 metres. Mate, you can't get the strip really? on that. I mean, someone has. To 75.82 metres. Bloody hell. Fuck it now. So, the thing is, from the video I see, it looks like they've done it in an office or something, but you'd think that'd be more on a football field. Go up the park. What is it, sort of 75. like Kaplunk style, like snakes and ladders, is just bending all around this office? It's more just... The fact how how much suckers you got to put on it, oh. <laughs> just all the suck. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Which any of them? What do you reckon we could actually beat of any of them ones? The water in the mouth one. Yeah, dead well, easy. Yeah, but do you really want to do that? No. Sit for an hour and a half with water in your mouth. Well, I'll have it water in my mouth, and you can have the foot on your forehead for an hour, and we'll see oh, who. God. Packs in fest. I mean, I think I'd rather do the fake burp attempt. If we're getting a bongo. I'll give it a go. Yeah. Eric Napolo's is the easiest one. Well, well it, I think... To be fair, I think it's the one that seems like a, a worthy challenge where some skill and technique will need to be mastered. We could maybe make a little video about it, like training yeah. montage. Oh, yeah. A little behind the scenes. You know, behind BTS as of us going to purchase this bongo from Argos or wherever, <laughs> testing its durability, its spring back. There is, of course, the other option. We create our own. So if one of us thinks we could do something better, but we then, can make our own. But then you're sort of not really beating anything, are you? Yeah, but it's like who 
who can, which man can lap the most milk in one minute that's definitely not been on the internet um, <laughs> so it means you're the number one in the world it definitely has not what I think also the mint thing the only thing is that hitting your teeth if you're not catching that could be quite dangerous are you are you a catcher of sweets anyway do you no, throw and catch sweets not really or nuts not really. I'm not I'm not into it I like to put things in my mouth directly yeah but you do <laughs> <laughs> LB, are you a thrower and catcher? Uh, no, the the old hand to eye coordination with that sort of thing, the old mouth is not the greatest. Yeah, I know some people that do it or just like throw them towards themselves from. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I've never never been interested in it. So we'd have to practice with the bongo. Maybe we could do it with a like a, a rounder's bat. You throw it, they have to bat it straight back into your gob. What that could work. A, a polo? Well, or maybe something soft. Be a, soft a million pieces. <laughs> a tree ball softman. <laughs> maybe he's like a Harry ball soup I mean, mix. Or something. No matter what, kids, don't try it at home. Don't don't round us any sweets into your face. Let's beat a world record, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Everyone wants to do it, and these ones seem easy. Just no Guinness involved. That's the only thing. It's just a website. Just a website. It's just like a website. Can you can anyone just ring up the old Guinness and say I've got a record for you? Yeah, you go on the website and uh, apply, and they come round. But I think sometimes you have to pay. But is there like set things that they're willing to put in? Are they being like we ain't we ain't doing that in the? Yeah, I'm not really sure because if you're just re- flipping through the book, reading it, you're like, hey, I'm totally better than that. Just call them oh, straight no, up. No, no, just ones where you're like, I, I've come up with this as an idea. Right, of, like, okay. Yeah, I reckon you just Most email hot, it to them and hope for the best. Yeah, me is. Like, what? what do you mean behind your ears? Crumbled up like and stuck I, there? I can get, or you can I hold can, them? I can hold 25 <laughs> hobnobs behind my ears. Is it only hobnobs you can hold? Because maybe they're like, yeah, there's a licensing thing. <laughs> no, just, just, just hobnobs. Nutty, or, or, or in nutty bit chocolate yeah, biscuit. Yeah, it's got to be your oat-based biscuit. <laughs> As to not make, mess with the pH of your ears. Yeah, digestives have got their own category. Yeah, rich teas are too slippery, aren't they? Oh, oh yeah, the, the, no, no friction against each other's skin. Yeah, can't use a jammy dodger because of the obvious glue. Yeah, gluey centre. What biscuits can you put behind your crevices? <laughs> That's why you don't eat biscuits in bed because you get the crumbs in your belly button and they don't taste That's as good. Pop, That's why you pop them behind your ears. <laughs> Like Violet Beauregard in Harry, uh, not Harry Potter, Charlie Chaplin. No, Charlie Chalks. No, Charlie Chaplin in the Charlie factory. <laughs> Willy Wonka. Rich mentioned it earlier on the show. It threw me off. She used to stick a chewing gum behind her, didn't she? She did. Yuck. The dirty bugger. Dirty. So next week, the pole fair of Corby. You ever heard of it? Um, I've only heard of it today. Oh, did you ask Shell about it? No, I haven't even spoke to her about oh, it. Oh, really? I want to know. I can't. Like, was she there at the last one? I'm Definitely sure she not. would have been somewhere. When in was Corby. the last one? Twenty years ago. It's every twenty years. All right. Okay. Yeah, and I remember being at the last one, not old enough to drink, but going around my uncle's house and be like, "Hey, there's a few beers there. Let's grab them." <laughs> Drinking on the streets, big greasy poles in a field, and you got to climb up the poles to grab the meat at the top, and you get one shot every twenty years. And there's loads of bands and stuff. It's just a really old fair that's been around since, I think since sort of the Tudor times. 
because there's there was something about Corby people where Queen Elizabeth I granted all Corby people they don't have to pay any tolls and they they don't have to go to war. They won't get called up for battle. What basically. if you can climb the pole? No, if you are from Corby, the whole town. Oh. Back in Elizabeth the first times, she was basically riding around supposedly on a horse nearby in one of the woodlands and Corby people rescued her. She like either fell off a horse or she was attacked something. And because they rescued her, she said, you guys don't have to pay tolls anymore. So they could go up and down the country without having to yeah. pay tolls. And they didn't have to go to war. They got a get-out-of-jail-free card. Was that a request of the people of Corby or was this just what she was dishing out? They're like, look, Queenie. <laughs> These are our demands. You want to sit back on your throne again? <laughs> we we hate the fucking tolls. <laughs> yeah. Get us out of this next war, otherwise you stay here. (laughs) I mean, the record books are unclear, shall we say. (laughs) Now, I might have missed something in translation here. Oh, yeah. But what has that got to do with climbing up a greasy pole? (laughs) With meat at the top. I have no idea. That's just, just... It's just part of it. They have the poles, if you can climb it. It must have been something symbolic once upon a time. But anyway, I remember being at the last one. Potentially, I'll still pop along to this one next week Yeah. in the morning, check it out. It does start at 6 a.m. I saw all the posters when I was back home the other day. 6 a.m. start till late. Till late. Uh, till late. <laughs> yeah, 6 a.m. until late. <laughs> Where is this held? Just what around. It's, it's like all the hot old village. So all from oh, like okay. Asda up to the old village and... Because I was in Corby at the weekend and I did not see no pole signage. What? Oh, man. I saw it. Big, massive poster at Tesco. Do you know big what? Big poster. Big Tesco. <laughs> oh. Big pole. Oh, anything that's got a time on that says till late is code for <laughs> last man standing. <laughs> drinking yes, in it. That's definitely the case here. It's absolutely code for work, going at it hard until we're... Falling, <laughs> falling over till they until was... the police come until they get split up. Well, because it was twenty years ago, and I can't remember too much. I remember being with a couple of mates and stuff, and we were running around those bands to watch. Yeah, obviously the greasy poles. But I checked out on YouTube, and there there used to be a thing called Corby TV, All right, okay. and mm, yeah. or like North Ants TV or something, but basically just local telly. And if you tuned your telly in, you get it. And it's like, okay. And they had the local reporter, who now still is like a local DJ on the radio there. He was going round filming for the morning show at 6 a.m. He was in the local pubs, in and out of the pubs. Everyone's there boozing away at 6 in the morning. He's there. He's like, I'm going to have my first pint. It's 20 past 6 in the morning. Here we go. <laughs> Everyone's on it. Yeah. It's a, it's a pretty mad time. Thing is, though, I noticed on the posters this time it said they were charging. It's like two quid entry, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure last time it was very free roam all over the streets and everything. So I don't know how they're gonna. They probably put up big fences somewhere. <sighs> Madness. It is. It is. But if I do go, I'll let you know exactly how it went and how far up that greasy motherfucker I get. Do you remember? You just reminded me with Corby TV, like when Comcast Cable was like all around. No, oh, yeah. like ev- what was Comcast Cable like? NTL. Yeah. Yeah. Well, NTL eventually took over it. Yeah. Okay. What? What it was? It's just the age of when cable television hit the UK, really, and like all our roads got dug up. 
and just that <laughs> just tarmac line and them little dodgy brown boxes were like chucked at everyone's house and like just everything had a TV channel during like Borough TV LV yeah Borough TV yeah. well they show old matches and stuff yeah or just like fellas chatting about what speculation of the match might be and that's it's like it's, you can't be running this as a TV station this is <laughs> not gonna last it's just when you see an adverts for local plumbers and stuff or yeah. <laughs> the local fun- funeral shop. It's Come just on YouTube, wasn't it? But just like yeah. on telly. <sighs> I've got a camera. I can run this as a TV show. And they dug up it's all like, the roads for that, for 20 more channels. It's like stadium tours, like we're on the fourth stadium tour of the day <laughs> at the Riverside. <laughs> it just repeats yeah. and only actually filmed three hours of telly. Yeah. Not channel. Oh, boys. Tell you what, as first shows what? go, that one was it's all a right. Good one. I did have something I started on, but I never got to actually do it. It was a, like an anniversary quiz, going back over the history of the show. I got three questions done, so I'll quickly end on them. See if you guys who, what a season. See, see who can actually win. Okay, right. Okay, it's the fastest first, and part of it you might have to go and look somewhere. Rich kind of has an advantage, but I don't think it, it will matter. Okay. okay. Question one. This is something you're gonna to have to look up, so get ready. Which pod episode of ours had black and white artwork? Oh. See, Rich did actually create it. Yeah, but he did. I didn't think he'd remember. Who did I? I asked somebody what color should it be, and they went black and white. What because of something in particular? No, I just whoever I was with at the time. I think it was me. I said black and white. Yeah, we we were maybe at our mum's or dad's or something. And I just said, what colour should I do this one? Black and white. It was season one. Who's going to find it first? No, it wasn't. No, it was season it two. It was. Which episode? Come on, boys. 25. Oh, it's close. You could have just went on the Instagram or the website. Scroll down. Uh, 28. He's looking. <laughs> You're allowed to look. He said. Oh, well, <laughs> you can go look for these. You don't have to guess. <laughs> Just, oh. You did good for guessing yeah, there. I believe the episode was uh, X-Bread. <laughs> X-Bread? Is that what it was called? Yeah. Well, I don't know what happened in that one. Bit of X-Men, X-Men. a bit of bread, probably. Yeah, I think it's, we were doing the... <clears throat> okay. Well, while you're there, while you're on the Instagram, or one of the photos on Instagram is a photograph of a cardboard box with a camera hole. What does that relate to? It relates to you... Video and the men building your shed. Ooh, not quite. And building the base. It was the guy digging up the base in my garden, and I had to spy on him, make sure he was doing his job, the lazy bugger. <laughs> okay, and the last question. Okay, you might not even need to look for this one. On our Instagram, there's an old-fashioned photo of a supermarket, and it was from an episode when your dad was on. All right. What's yeah. the name of the supermarket? Frankie D's D's discount. Hey, there you go. (laughs) I could have carried on more, but I got bored. So there we go. (laughs) That was the end of the quiz. It's the end of the show. That's it. Podcast ends here. It can all wait till next time. Next time. Now then at vhbbb.com. See you episode two. (laughs) Bye. Bye Bye-bye.